Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 347. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news to talk about. And then we'll also be discussing a bunch of broadcast network comedies that include Man with a Plan, American Housewife, Fresh Off the Boat, The Real O'Neills, The Big Bang Theory, The Good Place, The Great Indoors, and I really want to say The Life in Pieces. Like, it seemed like you should really <laughs> flow off of that. Uh, but Life in Pieces, plus some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 347. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and this week I have joining me... I'm Jenny from tvismypacifier.com. And I'm Kyle Nolan from noreruns.net. And uh, thank you both for joining me to talk, well, some comedies this week. Yeah. Sometimes that's used loosely. Yes. <laughs> or, <laughs> or what they want you to think is a comedy. <laughs> but first up... Well, a bunch of news items. Uh, the first being that ABC has picked up American Housewife for for the full season, which is shocking. So that. <laughs> haven't really seen the the ratings on what the you know like the the Tuesday night lineup has been doing, but but we'll talk more about American Housewife uh, in a bit during the primetime segment. Next up. Comedy Central announced that the seventh season of Workaholics will be its last. I think I'm the only person in the world that's still watching that. (laughs) I would be the person that was like, wait, it made it seven seasons? (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, Disney Channel has renewed Casey Undercover for a third season, which is a show I didn't even know existed until Kyle put it on the list. (laughs) She was so undercover that you didn't even realize she was there. Is that a Kansas City undercover? Like, what is the case? I have no idea. I had to look up after you said you didn't know what it was. Like, I don't know what it is either. So I looked it up. It's like a about a family of spies, and apparently they have like a, a robot daughter as well, like Vicky from Small Wonder. So, so it's like Small Wonder meets Undercovers, <laughs> or meets like uh, whatever that Disney The Incredibles or whatever. In Kansas City, that's what I want to say. Is like, that's a... <laughs> I don't know. No, nothing like that happens here in Kansas City. <laughs> How would you know? They're undercover. Well, there is that. That's true. They could be my next-door neighbors. I wouldn't know. All right. And then Fox announced that they have renewed The Simpsons for a 29th and a 30th season, so... So I will continue to watch That's this. pretty impressive right there. <laughs> How are there still stories left to tell, I swear? It's amazing. I'm still I'm still watching and enjoying it. I mean, granted, <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily as great as its heyday. It's also gotten a little more racy over the years than it had, like, every show these I days. I should say all like. TV has. Um, but, yeah, I'll continue to watch it until uh, they stop making it. Yeah. <laughs> The pretty soon they'll just have the the Simpsons all the time channel. Like. Well, that, well, isn't that like FX. isn't that FXX like most nights? Like, <laughs> you get like, there's there's like a five to you know or like a four to six hour block almost on most nights on FXX. I think this is supposed to bring it up to like six hundred and sixty nine episodes, which is just <laughs> insane. Like last week, sometime they uh, you could have watched like. All, you could have watched like 25 uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes all in a row on FXX. So, you know, 
Well, on on Thanksgiving, they're doing the marathon again of every Simpsons episode ever. So that'll go for a few days. That'll go for a few days starting on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, that's the and it's the the ever growing. But yeah, they have. There's always something new since they're. I mean, granted, they're not because it's animated stuff like that. They're not like right on top of things, but they still keep incorporating, you know, new pop culture type things into storylines and. And various things, but uh, I am proud to say I have never seen an episode. <laughs> I've seen over six hundred episodes. <laughs> Some probably multiple times, right? I mean, NCIS must be up to that somewhat, right? They must be hidden. Uh, yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are in what, like season fourteen, there. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, if you go back and like include Jag, and yeah. You know, <laughs> And, well, then, and, all the and then the spinoffs, I mean, you on. might, you could, you could get close, actually, probably yeah. to, <laughs> uh, to the same number of episodes there. <laughs> all right. Next up, Netflix has announced that Longmire will come to an end at the, after the sixth season, which it will be back for. So that's actually pretty good considering that the show was canceled after three. Canceled, right. <laughs> you know, and. Well, and I like that I'm not watching it anymore. My husband is, but uh, I do like that they gave fans and, and showrunners this, you know, the knowledge this far ahead of time to wrap it up. Yeah, so you can – I mean, it's obviously like a storyline that continues going, but you wouldn't want to leave any, like, mystery threads or something like that. Right. So I'm bleeding on the kitchen floor. <laughs> yeah, or, or yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or yes, that's right. You wouldn't want to on their wedding day. Yes. Oh God! <laughs> you had to bring up the sore spot. <laughs> and then uh, HBO canceled any given Wednesday, which was uh, Bill Simmons or Simons Simmons, I think, uh, talk show, which apparently nobody was nobody was watching. So I've never heard of it. <laughs> they're not. So they're, so they're not making it anymore. <laughs> And then lastly, uh, NBC has ordered more episodes of Timeless, uh, which I think it was actually three episodes of Timeless to make it a full season of 16 episodes. So I always I always like those where you see like picked up for a full season and then you're like, oh, it's three more episodes. So pretty much anything <laughs> if they would have not done it, they would have been picked up for a full season. Just at people would have thought 13 episodes. was the full season. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, any number, any number past the original thirteen on a broadcast show, it becomes your. Or you just complete, or you just complete the original order and don't get it chopped. That's always good too. But a lot of their shows, like, didn't like This Is Us get like six, and you know, so they're they're looking at you know what they have coming down the pipe and and what they think they can, you know, do with the the story and and things like that. And, uh, but it was just kind of a, a weird one where you're like, is that a good thing? Like, it's yeah, usually only three. <laughs> like, yeah. like, Especially if, if they had already worked out a story to end on 13, like, how much can you do in like a three episode arc? Like, yeah, like, or, yeah, dramas are a lot harder to, yeah. to add on to that, you think, than, than comedies would be. Yeah, to, well, especially if you were working towards something and, you know, you're what, like episode like five just aired or 
five or six airs tonight as we're recording. No, no, it doesn't air tonight because there's a an SNL special. It's off this week, so there's only been like five episodes, and then so they're probably you know two or three weeks ahead uh, when they get the when they get the news, and so. But you might already you might already have you know you probably already have that thirteen arced out. How do you go in and now do you add three episodes in and like you know sort of fluff it out a little bit like add some into the story or do you or do you start something new portion of it with it or or what do you do? It's very it's a very Chuck like thing to do like <laughs> although at, at least with this one like the ongoing story is such like a small piece because they have like the larger like historical person of the week that they're doing so i guess you could sort of shift the bits uh, out that you had planned for like the the ongoing story and just add in three more you assume at the end of 13 that it was that they're not wrapping things up that was supposed to, you know like yeah 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 they're supposed to leave you hanging for either another nine episodes or another season. And so I don't know, I guess we'll find out what they're, what they're going to do with those extra three episodes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, they could always just do, you know, episodes and just take some of the things that they were going to do and parcel them out a little slower, maybe or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, but they'll meet Larry and they'll meet Mo yeah, and then they'll meet Curly because there's gotta be a reason for them to go back. Like yeah, yeah. Just, you know, that's inside the storyline that they're in right now. So, so yeah, I don't know, but that's the, uh, that's the news. And we'll move on to here's something. Have you seen the prequel spinoff for the big bang theory news? No. Is that like oh. new as of today? Yeah. Just a couple of hours ago, Jim Parsons is going to uh, executive produce along with Chuck Lorre. Um, it'll be about a young Sheldon growing up in Texas. Yeah, that seems less than good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, know. I think this may go the way of the Shroot Farms spinoff. <laughs> yeah, nobody never actually the see the show. light of day. Yeah, nobody from the current show will be on there because they hadn't met yet, of course. Uh, maybe Lori Metcalf will be on as Sheldon's mom. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was an interesting idea that I read. Yeah, interesting's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm always willing to give anything a chance to uh, to see, you know, what they ultimately do with it and what how something works on its, you know, on its own, but... There are some things that just sound like a terrible idea on the face of it. But I mean, Sheldon is Sheldon, and I'm not sure any of us really need or want to see how he became like he is, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, yeah, just uh, him just always questioning everybody but as a kid. Yeah, that, <laughs> kids are annoying. Isn't that most know? kids? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So, well, one more piece. Of, one more piece of breaking news there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, the news will have well have been broke by the time you're listening to this, but it, it was breaking as we uh, as we were recording. Breaking news. That used to be my favorite uh, tagline from uh, you know the the Daily Show back in the day was <laughs> when news breaks, we fix it. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, but with that, we'll move on now to our primetime segment, 
We've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of network comedies to talk about. Some shows didn't make the list because maybe only one of us were watching it, or some shows didn't make the list because they weren't on this last week. So ABC had the Country Music Awards or whatever, so there was no Wednesday night comedies to speak of. So that's how this list got <laughs> ended up on. It is kind just, of a random list, isn't it? You're just saying ahead of time that this is not like a top seven comedy yeah, list. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not the top comedies or or whatever. It's the ones that at least two of us are watching uh, at present, and uh, or maybe the last episode we're watching. Or in some cases, I had watched them, so might as well uh, add it to the list. But but yeah, so so if you're like, wow, they're talking about broadcast network comedies, but they're not talking, you know, about, you know, speech, speechless or or modern family or blackish or <laughs> or or superstore or various. various I still other... can't believe you didn't put two broke girls on the list. I haven't seen that in two years. Well, you would be the only one to talk about it, so that's why that didn't make the list. Uh, so yeah, so with that, we'll start down the list, starting with. Man with a Plan, Season 1, Episode 2, Two Tickets to Paradise. And so we're, we're two episodes in here. Jenny, what are you thinking about uh, Man with a Plan? Well, I'm enjoying it more than I had anticipated, uh, given the reviews. Um, I liked the second ep about as much as I enjoyed the first. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it because Kevin Nealon is, is really hit or miss with me. Um Sometimes he's too goofy, too over the top, uh, but he really wasn't in this ep. So, so that was good. I enjoyed seeing him as as the brother. How about you, Kyle? Yeah. So for me, it worked. The second episode worked a little bit better than the than the first because uh, they actually added a few more characters, like the brother and his wife, and and kind of we actually finally saw like sort of his office and where he actually <laughs> works. But uh, it just felt very old like like very i don't know not fresh at all like yeah, it's, uh, even been done it's a storyline that you're just like wow i've seen this on <laughs> like yeah if someone just says what happened and explains that you wouldn't run into all of this it clearly problem. seems like something that that <laughs> that happened on kevin james's previous <laughs> And probably his current one too, you know, and, and will happen on on yeah. Kevin Can Wait as well. You know, it, it sounds like something from. Oh man, I'm blanking on the. Uh, there was the, there was the one ABC sitcom that was, you know, well, there were lots of sitcoms back in the day that fell into the, uh, you know, the comedian and hot wife category, <laughs> you mm. know? and and it just it just feels like a sitcom plot. You know, where the, you know, the guy gets him. I mean, really, it feels like it could have been pulled from a Friends episode. You know, there has to be a Friends episode where somebody told somebody that they were going to do something. And then they told somebody else that they were going to do that with them as well. And then we're trying to figure yeah. out how to tell who what. Uh, this is like a long worn uh, type of uh, situation in these types of, of sitcoms. And that's yeah. pretty, it. You know, it's. It works for what it is, but it just feels really it feels like something that should be on like uh, TV land 
you know, <laughs> when they yeah, were during, that period, during yeah. that period of time where they were just where they started making shows with former sitcom actors <laughs> that felt a little <laughs> bit like their previous shows or something, you know, and uh, and that's, you know, that's kind of what they've done here. And it's OK, but there's nothing right. You know, there's nothing. Uh, yeah, uh, for what it is, it's, it's funny, but it's not new. All right. So we'll move on from Man with a Plan. It's going to be quick. <laughs> to American Housewife. <laughs> uh, the last episode that aired was season one, episode four, Art Show. And I had watched the first two episodes of this. And, well, I guess Kyle has watched it, but it was on Jenny's list of things that she had watched. So I was like, oh, I'll put it on the list. I can watch another episode of that to catch up. And then I was like, oh, crap, there's two more. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up watching both of them. And the show, man, I don't I don't understand how it's terrible. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, I actually like I like it, too. I I don't think it's excellent, but I actually I actually still enjoy it. You just like little Kyle that's running around on the show. Kyle is awesome. (laughs) That guy is awesome. <laughs> I want him to have a bigger role. He was hardly in this episode. <laughs> but, 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 no, I, I actually, I thought this was probably one of the best episodes they've done yet. Like, they had actually moved mm-hmm. away. The problems with the first episode was the whole concentration on the weight. When she's really not that large. The, that's the wife what this whole on, episode was about. <laughs> let me get to that. Let me get to that. The, the wife on, on Man with a Plan is bigger than she is. And, like... Like, they don't talk about it at all. But, like, she's, like, walking down the street talking about, oh, like, I'm so I'm so big. But you look at her, she's not. She's not big at all. But they, uh, but, yeah, I, I, like, yeah, I was glad that they stopped concentrating on that. They, they did mention it again in this. But I just found it hilarious, the pictures that her daughter was drawing with the enormous <laughs> ball shapes. It was just over the top and ridiculous. And uh-huh. they... They did work it in at the end where she realized she's obsessed with her weight, but all these other people have much bigger problems with like the right. the, the uh like the mother who's sleeping with the gardener and the other one, <laughs> the one who doesn't just drink that bed, much. Or, uh, drink, yeah. just laying in bed watching Bravo <laughs> and like yeah, or drinking too much or or things like that. But yeah, but it's still it can't, that still it was supposed to be like oh now she's happy because. All the rest of the skinny moms have even worse problems than she does. Like you're supposed to be like happy that 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 they have that they have big problems too. The the whole thing that the really the thing that bothered me in this episode was the teacher. You were just like, I thought the whole first episode was how there was nobody else in this town that was fat except for her. Yeah, she and she's bigger than her. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she runs into the the teacher at the art annex or whatever the art barn or whatever it is. <laughs> and that was another one that got me. Well, I was like, uh, so you send your daughter to this art class and you've n- never met the teacher? <laughs> like, until now? That seems super weird. <laughs> she did have that awesome introduction where she's like, Mrs. Campbell? She's like, Mrs. Campbell is my transgender father. Call me Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 it does have some entertaining lines. Like, uh, <laughs> Like I don't think the show is awful. Like I, I, I don't think it's as good as. I think it's pretty awful because it it just focuses so much on, like her inner dialogue and her her voiceover that it just pulls away from anything that is, sort of entertaining. Like 
the any you know, Kyle scenes. Well, 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 like the <laughs> husband just getting you know sloshed <laughs> because he has to keep repeating his ritual to try and to try and keep working, which includes having a little. You know, having a little port, <laughs> and by the time the day is done, he's finished off the bottle. But yeah, I don't know. It just it it does it doesn't work for me. It there there are certain little lines occasionally, like like the kid in the uh, in the Halloween episode where he says something about like the giving away of chocolate or the giving away of like candy just perpetuates like some. I forget, you know, like charity or something like that, or whatever, <laughs> that he won't, that he won't participate in, you know. Uh, See, I think, I think part of the reason I really enjoy it so far is that as a mom myself, I'm focusing more on her interactions with her kids and the, the fattest housewife, I, you know, is there, but I see, I, I hear it and see it in relation to how she is as a mom. And I think that's why, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe that colors m- my view of it. I don't know. I don't think they've concentrated on that. I mean, they have the drawing in this episode, but I don't remember it coming up in so the much second in, two episodes. No, I don't either. And I just have to say, I do love Diedrich Bader. Well, yeah, that's the thing about the this husband. show, though, is the... The cast is the cast is great. Like, yeah, I really like the cast. I I like him. I like her. I think she's really, I think she's really good. She's she can deliver a, a you know a good line and stuff on the off occasion that there is one. <laughs> I don't know. Overall, it feels like a little bit of a waste of of the cast. Uh, I will say that they have gone away from at least somewhat. While they, she did have like her friend, you know, basically torturing her kids, like to, uh, to eat or or whatever. I did like that they kind of went away. The first episode felt like super mean spirited, and subsequent episodes haven't felt like the way she deals with her kids have been that off, uh, like the first episode. So I'll give it that. But overall, yeah. I just, I just like. Why did I put this on the list? <laughs> so you're moving out in the neighborhood. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, why? Because once I watched like the third one, and then I was like, oh, there's a fourth one. Well, now I have, to, I'm not going to have watched the third one and then not talk Forgot about the, and then not talk about the show. You know, and then, and then take it off the list or just have you two talk about it or something. But we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, season three, episode four, Citizen Jessica. That is all you guys. And Ginny, how are you not watching Fresh Off the Boat? I know, it's so good. <laughs> I watched the first first step or two, and then I was like, nope, never mind. I don't know why. I don't either. You're watching American Housewife, <laughs> but you're not watching. <laughs> uh, but you're not watching Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, so so Kyle, what are you thinking of, uh, of Fresh Off the Boat and their... <laughs> Uh, election episode. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I did feel for Emery in this episode because I was the one guy at my dorm with the vote for Dole sticker on his door. So I, I felt with him like that he was trying to get Dole elected. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Like, it, it had that good mix that the show has where, like, it's got the humor of all the stuff going on. Although, one thing to sidetrack for a second in Amory Forge uh, fashion, like, I have never seen, like, both in this show and in uh, another show later on, like, they have these polling places, like, in a restaurant or at somebody's house. I've never seen that ever. I don't know if that's, like, a... Like, they do that in other states. Like, all of the stuff here, the polling stations are at, like, schools or, like, government-owned buildings. I've never seen, like, these private polling stations before. So that I just found a little odd. But, um, but yeah, I did like the story with uh, Jessica, how, like, she... Um, she didn't uh she was like a legal immigrant but then was like taken out on the the illegal immigrants because she did it the proper way and so she was just uh trying to show people like that there's a proper way and then how i it was funny how the uh the two of them were both getting like convinced by these obviously like over sappy uh political ads on tv <laughs> to try to play on their heartstrings uh then it turns out, though, that she forgot to renew her paperwork, and so she was the, she's the only one that gets picked up after she calls the, you know she calls the INS to come to the restaurant. And I I did like the ongoing story of Dave trying to find out if Tupac was the one that's saying parents just don't understand. Uh, yeah, some of the some of the the side stories from the you know the. The time period. This is one show where they do a little closer, sort of when they do hit on things that are time wise, that they do actually hit on. It's not as much as like the Goldbergs, where it's just if it happened in the 80s, we will do an episode about it at some point, but not necessarily in the order of when things happened in the 80s. They might mix multiple things from the same 80s, from different years in the well, same yeah, episode. Yeah, in the same episode, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll do an episode about some movie or something like that, but they, but like that movie wasn't out till the end or some other thing was, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> some other movie that they've talked about wasn't out yet when they, when they talk about the movie that they're talking about or things like that. I think they do a little better job of, of sort of keeping it to a, you know, the time frame that it's, it's, it's happening a little bit. It's not quite as, I don't know that there's super attention to detail, but uh, I don't know. I just really enjoy uh, the show, like the, <laughs> the whole thing with, you know, with Jessica, where she was, you know, I, I stopped listening to you after you said it would cost, you know, <laughs> it, it, it would cost money, even if it would like save, uh, you know, money, uh, you know, like later on or something and, uh, and, and stuff like that. Or Hector going to the, uh, going to the Wesley Snipes tax seminar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they throw in like lines like that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He had him, he had him not paying him. He was paying his LLC. <laughs> so he didn't have to pay him taxes and, uh, all these things. Yeah. I don't know. I just really, I just really enjoy the family dynamic, uh, in the show. And like, none of the kids are like annoying, you know, like can be a problem on some uh, some shows. I think they casted really well. Even the whole group of kids, like when those guys yeah. all get together, <laughs> it's just hilarious. There's always like some weird thing going on. That uh, yeah, just like at the very end, like the one kid sin- ends up sitting back on the floor again. Yeah, which which I'm not, I, which I didn't quite understand. I was like, do they have tables that only have room for two 
people on one side and three people on the other. I don't, I don't get that. But, uh, but then they wouldn't have the joke of him sitting down and reaching up and grabbing his milk off the tray uh, from the table. But yeah, just the uh, the whole discussion about who killed who killed Tupac and that Tupac wasn't dead because these shoes didn't come out till after. All that stuff was fun, but then also on the other side of like the the polling place of you know they, you <laughs> know like no campaigning with it, <laughs> with it, but everybody keeps you know the kids are campaigning and the wife starts campaigning and yeah I don't know I just it's it's on the list of of things to watch each week that uh, and I it doesn't it doesn't ever stack up you know on the on the DVR it's. Yeah. Granted, granted, a lot of the comedies for me don't stack up because they're the easy ones to get, get off. Oh, yeah, you can easily find 20 minutes to, to catch up. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can blaze through a comedy or two, you know, and and it, it, it feels like you're making more progress of getting things oh, off definitely. the DVR. Yeah. <laughs> While you may have only taken an hour off, you did watch two things. So <laughs> there's two less things on, two less recordings. So. doesn't change the percentage yeah. when you're trying to get from 95% down yeah. to... But you feel like you've made more progress. It's yes. kind of like uh, it's kind of like reading a Kindle book on my phone. The pages are only like three lines long, but man, it feels like I'm really flipping through when I'm reading. <laughs> but your phone doesn't change thickness to, to let you know how far you've got through the book. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's fresh off the boat, and we'll move on to the real O'Neills, season two, episode four, the real move, uh, and this one is. Uh, is all you two? So, we'll, but we'll start with you, Jenny. What are you thinking about the the real O'Neills? Well, I, I do have to say that I didn't even finish watching season one. I don't know why. I just it just I I, I don't know. It was hit or miss for me, um, and I think that's why. And so when when we started talking about shows uh, for the podcast, I I said well, I can catch up. It's only four episodes, and I did. And it's still hit or miss for me. Uh, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's so over the top, especially um, mom, that I just, I don't laugh as much as I should. Uh, the first two episodes of this season were more over the top, but I really, really enjoyed the Halloween episode. Uh, and then I really liked this one, too, because it felt more like um, a lot of ABC's comedies. You know, funny with heart is what I think of. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like, it, it's definitely it's more serialized than like some of the other family comedies. Like right now, the main characters are like going through a divorce, so they're trying to figure out how to. Like, the mother started dating the vice principal, and like, how does the father deal with that? And how, the father needs to. Right now, he's living in the basement, but he needs to find his own place. So there's a lot of humor in that, like him, because the father was friends with the with the principal as well. <laughs> Right. One thing I really enjoyed in this in this episode, there was this running gag that because it's happened in like all the other episodes, like everything ends up being about Kenny being gay. So like this time, any time he would say something like everyone would say, not everything <laughs> is not about you being gay. Kenny." <laughs> so like they finally address this. It, like it's like bring, he brings it up all the time in like every single episode. So this time, any time he brought it up, one of the other characters would call him out on it. And he's like, no, I don't know why I do that. And like, then they'd move on to something else. And then, so that was, I, I like that running gag that they had. Yeah. 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 But, but like I said, it, it, it felt more 
with this week, and even with the Halloween episode the week before, uh, it felt more like a lot of ABC's comedies um, than, you know, the first two episodes of the season did. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still enjoying it, but maybe not as much as I did in the first season. But right. I'll continue to watch because I watched the entire rest of the lineup. So I'm. <laughs> so it's more of a. It's not going to leave that half hour out at the end of the day. There. Well, sometimes they run over each other, so you might as well just set the whole, <laughs> well just set the whole, <laughs> the whole yeah the whole block. <laughs> but I mean, I I do I do still enjoy it, but it's maybe not. I'm not. I don't look forward to it as much as I did the first season. Yeah. So is it uh, like one of the first ones off so that you get rid of the ones that you're not liking as much first? I, get to, to I tend to watch first? them in order because when they overlap, <laughs> then I can't delete it until I watch the one that has the overlapping in it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's annoying with the uh, when the the time is off just by, you know, 30 seconds or, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> The annoying thing is we have, like, a New Hampshire and a Massachusetts ABC station. Sometimes it decides to record on one of them, and sometimes it records on the other one. And so in the same lineup, some of them might be from the from the Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> not quite lined up, so it's just weird. Like, uh, at least mine, mine is bad sometimes, but not like that. <laughs> you can't oh. choose for it to only... I think I could change it to only record on one or the other. But then if there's, like, a something on on one of the other channels like that it wouldn't record it so <laughs> i don't know how it chooses it's just weird <laughs> uh well maybe why it's recording past the half hour on the one is like oh i need to start recording th this other one oh it's on this channel over here i'll start recording over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be weird if you're like you watch like the first like you watch like fresh off the boat and it had like ads for one news station like what's coming up later on the news and then you watch the real o'neill's next and it's got a completely different channels that would throw me off like <laughs> i well i don't see the ads i skip over those but i see like the logo in the corner it's like oh this is a five this is a nine i guess it's switch, uh, switch channels like. that would be so strange <laughs> all right and now we'll uh we'll continue on into our Comedies that start with the section of the day <laughs> with The Big Bang Theory, Season 10, Episode 7, The Veracity Elasticity. And uh, Kyle, what are you thinking about uh, The Big Bang Theory these days? I uh, Right now, it's just I'm watching it because I've watched it since the beginning. It's not <laughs> one that, like... It's another one that's starting to feel tired. I mean, it, granted, they're not doing stuff that every other sitcom has done, but it feels like stuff that they've done over and over again. Like, it doesn't feel that... I mean, yeah, they're trying to make the characters grow a bit, like Penny... Uh, I mean, uh, Amy and Sheldon moving in together, so that's a change for them, but... I, I don't know. At, the, at this point, I'm get, just getting tired of these characters. I'm kind of hoping that they they just finish it out so I can move on to the prequel series. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how about you, Jenny? I I still enjoy it. It's still one of my favorite shows. You know, one of my favorite comedies. I think my favorite scene of this one had to be the one um, with Sheldon in the hallway where he was trying to decide what 
where he wanted to be more, um, his old room or with Amy. And she handled it, or rather him, perfectly, I think. Um, and then I, I like the nightmare scene uh, where Penny and Leonard turned his old room into a sex dungeon. That couldn't have been funnier. <laughs> Wasn't what I was it, ex- You knew that had to be like oh, a... Oh, God, I had no idea. I, I knew... I knew when uh, they reacted, like when they reacted, like they weren't like, "Oh, what are we doing in front of Sheldon?" Like that was like, "Okay, no, this is your- no, I mean, yeah, I knew it was a dream, but I, I didn't know what was. I thought maybe they had already turned it into, you know, for real, some other room. Oh, um, you just hear the sounds you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I thought they were <laughs> just gonna have him walk into them. You know, sort of getting it on in his room. In his, yeah. Not having changed anything, just that, like, they had, for whatever reason, decided to use his room (laughs) since he was not going to be there anymore. And so, and that that would, like, that would, like, freak him out or whatever. But as soon as he opened the door, you're like, oh, it's a dream sequence because. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. There's no way, like, from. In the period of time (laughs) that had elapsed that they could have completely changed it into. what they had changed it into. And so, but yeah, I think the thing about the show, while some of it is, you know, can be a little tired and it's, you know, kind of the same, you know, similar type of, of jokes over and over again. I do think that over the last few seasons, actually starting to let some of these characters grow, including Sheldon, because that seemed like the one they were going to always just like hold out. And never and like never let that character grow at all. But it feels organic to me too. Well, yeah, that, it doesn't feel like they're forced. Well, it was starting to know? feel forced the other direction. Right, like there's right. like there's no way, right. you know, they started you, you let you let Raj be able to talk to women, you know, <laughs> you you marry off Howard and you know Leonard and and all these things, but then you know you're keeping Sheldon like so much the right. same and so they they finally slowly but they they started you know actually letting the the characters grow because i think that's that makes the show more interesting if there actually is ongoing character growth because it does allow for some change in what you pull humor well, from I mean, you know? like, moving out yeah like I mean, that's and you can't you, you can't keep everything the same for 10 years and expect people to to stick with it like you gotta keep stuff you yeah. gotta change something well it's always weird is there there'll yeah. be people that drop off because they'll be like oh the show changed and then there'll other people that'll drop off because they'll be like uh it's the same thing i've already seen this over and over again like why am i gonna watch it and so you kind of have to try and find that sweet spot of changing things but not too much and i think they've done that you know somewhat over the last three four seasons Right. Where they've they've allowed some you know some changes, and it allows for different. While the humor is still sort of coming from the same place, it allows for different situations to arise. That right, they can find all kinds of of things to now see how you know Amy has to deal with all his you know peculiar peculiarities, you know, and stuff like that. But you know, I really like the. I think it was the. Was it the previous episode where they he wanted to do the the practice brunch? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I thought that I thought that was really funny. And then also, like you know, 
when Stuart like realizes that he was, <laughs> he, was, he was just brought over to be, you know, so there's, there's still stuff like that where I think that, you know, some things work pretty well. It reliably usually makes me laugh a couple of times, you know, and it's, yeah. and, and stuff. And so I, I'm still, still watching it and we'll continue to, as Kyle said, you know, been watching it this long. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say until the prequel comes. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know. Okay, now, I have a question. What's the deal with Bernadette? Because I swear the producer said she wouldn't have the baby this season, uh, that her pregnancy would last a long time because, you know, it's not, the show's not supposed to be about them having, you know, babies and stuff. But I swear the last couple of weeks she's grown huge. It's like she suddenly just popped. Well, if I didn't notice, it, it, I, I don't know. Well, if she's if she's actually okay, pregnant, you can't look. exactly you can't exactly slow that down yeah. for production. Purposes. Get her a bigger pocketbook. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she's pregnant in real life, is she? I don't know, but it's also been we've already had, you know, like six weeks of them living together. So, uh, plus a lot of period of time. So we're already two plus three months into into the pregnancy somewhere. That's true, that's true. Although, she, I swear, she went from nothing to being huge, <laughs> and it, I don't know. Maybe she's having twins. <laughs> I did also like the episode where uh, Howard sort of freaks out and realizes, oh, wait, there actually is a baby on the way, and we're nowhere near prepared. <laughs> and then he and Raj go on a shopping spree. <laughs> 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 he, he keeps... He and Raj keep doing all this stuff for the baby and leaving uh, and leaving her out. And uh, but, yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I I still enjoy it enough, you know, to uh, to keep watching. I suppose it would have to really just tank for me to, like, stop watching at this point, you know. Yeah. I'd have to solely talk about how fat Bernadette's getting over and over again. And she... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if they can, uh, you know that once they have you know once they have a baby that, that's usually that'll be interesting to see if the baby suddenly disappears and you know with the nanny all the time or something <laughs> yeah. all right so we'll move on from the big bang theory to the good to place to jason's favorite show <laughs> season 1 episode 9 someone like me as a member uh, which since i had watched up through the eighth episode for the last, not for the last podcast, but for the previous podcast, I was like, well, might as well, I might as well watch this one. Now that she's, now that she said, you know, now that she came clean, I, I guess I got to at least see like what they're going to do with that. And so I've watched, you know, past there to, to now the sort of weird, Mid-season finale. Mid-season finale where they're going to come back for four episodes in January. Well, I think that's supposed to be the whole season. I, yeah, I don't it, think it hasn't gotten any extension. It's only going to be uh, the 13 episodes. And so I suppose on one hand, that's better than airing a new episode this week <laughs> and then coming back in January for just three episodes. But also, why not just air out the rest of the season? <laughs> well, they have football coming for, you know, a few weeks in... in yeah, the, in the holidays. Who, who watches that? <laughs> <laughs> only, like... Everyone but me. <laughs> only, o- o- only, you know, like 20, 
15, 20 times more people than are watching The Good Place, you know? <laughs> They're watching the wrong stuff. Or at least or at least 10 times more, uh, probably, somewhere in there, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's, a, it's a significant number more people that are watching it. <laughs> I have to say, the only thing I did like about this episode, and it sort of did make sense for a place to, like, leave off a little bit, was... Uh, the one woman finally realizing that, uh, yeah, Tahani, yeah, that, that he's not, <laughs> he's not supposed <laughs> to, he's be not there. really a Buddhist monk. Yeah. That he's not supposed to be there either. I liked how she figured it out too. She like sees him tap a keg yeah. and he knows what jalapeno <laughs> poppers are. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there was, uh, there was some stuff there was, you know, also in, I don't know. Was it this episode or the previous episode? Or previous episode, I think when he, when Ted Danson's character is talking to him, but he's remaining silent, and he just and Ted Danson just uses the silence to like make his own conclusions to what, and he's like, "Great talking to you. <laughs> you really <laughs> helped me." But overall, I still just don't I don't find this, this show is so good. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't. I, I, I don't find the show funny at all, man. I just. Wait, yeah, wait, I'm, I'm wait, with wait, you, Jason. Wait, when real Eleanor was telling her whole life story, she's like, "Well, yada yada yada, learned English from watching Seinfeld, yada yada yada." Like great lines like that. Like, like it's so much. Like I, I love like the whole time they're like talking. They're calling her like real Eleanor. They're calling the other one fake Eleanor. Yes, yeah, I needed that. Trevor's calling her trash bag. Like he just made a complete <laughs> jerk the whole time. But like I just really enjoy this. I love how like each episode they drop like a huge bombshell at the end and then you don't know what's gonna happen next. Like they leave you hanging. It makes you want to just be able to watch all the episodes at once. Like now I just wanna see what happens next. But <laughs> like and I I don't know. I just really enjoy this show. Like the whole thing with Ted Danson, like, uh, like, what do you get someone who wants to eat a unicorn when he's like talking to the other guy? A unicorn bib, unicorn holders. Like, I don't know how you don't find this show funny. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Her amusement is really funny. Yeah, you're, yeah. The only, still here, nine episodes in. The only thing that I have actually laughed at was when he wanted to present her with the impressionist <laughs> the painting of his favorite impressionist, which was Frank Caliendo. <laughs> that was funny. But for the most part, every once in a while, it, there's something that maybe makes me brings sort of a smile to my face or whatever. But most of the time I just, I just don't find, I, I don't know if I'm just not in the right headspace, like, I, or I'm, I'm missing, you know, jokes or, you know, or a lot of it's like, I'm like, oh, that's kind of clever, but I don't find it funny or it doesn't make me laugh. Yeah. But now I've watched like nine episodes. And it's you might as well 13. watch the other four. I'm probably going to watch the other four when it comes back because <laughs> uh, it's now become uh, sort of the, the project show. Like I keep <laughs> watching it, trying to figure out like why. I don't so like the show is enough. Eleanor and you're uh, cheaty, <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to make it better. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just trying hoping to, it gets better. Well, I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out if I can figure out like what it is, why it is that it's not working for me when it's work. It seems to be working for so many people, you know. Yet, as I've mentioned before, 
speechless has provided at least one or two like laugh out loud moments and episodes so far for me. And, uh, and so that one, that one's working much, much better on a comedy front for me. So, but, uh, in this day and age with all the TV shows, if you find something that you do like, I mean, there's plenty of choice out there, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm more than happy for everybody to, uh, to like it. I just can't, I, mean, I, I, I can, I can see some of the stuff, you know, like I can see some of the joke lines or some of the, the things that they're doing. I just don't find it funny. Like, and I, <laughs> uh, speaking of things that I don't really find funny, we'll move on to the next <laughs> show on the list. <laughs> Which is The Great Indoors, Season 1, Episode 2, Dating Apps. Oh, man, this show is so, so fresh and hilarious. <laughs> there is a great idea for a comedy in there somewhere. They're just so not hitting it. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. The genera- like A generational comedy off of you know somebody that's my age dealing with a, a younger set that could be an interesting comedy, but in this makeup, I don't understand how even any of these people got hired at an outdoor magazine. It seems like <laughs> some, it seems like some love of the outdoors would be a prerequisite, <laughs> not just that they have a website that you could work at uh, type of thing. When that's what the website is about is putting up stories and things about, Right. outside uh, also the thing that bugs me about this episode was this episode was all you know where they're talking about dating apps and their whole presentation of how they changed his profile and did this and did that but i was like it's terrible i was like yeah that's not that's not anything that's so, like <laughs> things don't work that way like what are what type of dating site are you using and what app or you know what are you even none of it all of that stuff like that pulled me out of it even like so much more like you were just like nothing works this way how how do you write in this whole storyline and have just like no idea how anything actually works and speak of that i refuse to believe that he would be that clueless about any kind of technology yeah i I mean, granted, he was he's like supposedly. Not that old. Yeah, he's not that old. I mean, granted, he was in the like some remote area for a while, but still, you would have heard about any yeah, of this be, stuff. Yeah, just because he kept going out on safari or 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 you know trekking up the side of a mountain doesn't mean that you know he had never <laughs> used any technology before or something. <laughs> you know, just because maybe he does appreciate more face to face contact than than using apps or stuff like that you could see but the the whole dynamic of what they put together just seems so false and it just relies on so the millennial jokes are so cliche they're they're unbelievably terrible and and the whole thing about and especially in like the the first episode the whole like hr thing (laughs) with, with different things happening like those were so ridiculous you know, situations that they were... I, now, see, I really enjoyed the pilot. I, I mean, it, I really enjoyed it, and it gave me hope. And then this, the second ep let me down a lot. But I liked the, the pilot made me laugh a whole lot more compared to ep two. Now, the, the pilot just hit on every 
every little thing like you know participation trophies and mm-hmm. you know all these all these different things that were just like so on the nose and like i said it, it made no sense why those people were even there and then this episode <laughs> this episode just like went down a step from that yeah, uh, yeah. where it, it didn't make sense Especially in this episode where the the uh, the British guy, I forget what his name, like he knew more about technology than like Jack. And he's like not even and he's like twice his age or whatever. Like and suppose and somehow like he's all fine with all this technology and stuff. And Jack isn't. It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, j- j- yeah just because he's still been <laughs> because he's been out. Like you wouldn't be using different types of technology these days to, in your, especially if he's climbing a mountain yeah. and all this other stuff. He would have had contact with other people for an emergency. Yeah, he would have like satellite phones and everything else. Like. Yeah, GPS and obviously like you know there have been cameras and things like that to get pictures and all all of these things. It, uh, yeah. Although from the trailer for next week, it looks like he pulls out a, a printed map. <laughs> And they know GPS, so <laughs> apparently right. he didn't use yeah. GPS. Yeah, see, well, it's that, but that just sounds so stupid. Like, like I, I could see it some in some respects, but not somebody, you know, not somebody my age or Joel McHale's age or whatever would be is not like so far out of of the realm of technology. You know, right. Like, you know, like they've been using, they've been using, you know, while maybe these. You know, twenty somethings. A lot of these things have been around like most of their life. They've still been around for like the last fifty years of Jack's life, and it's not like he's <laughs> never ever heard of them or used them before. It makes right. It makes no sense, and so that's part of what bothers me about this show is that they seem to be pulling from things to get for the jokes that they're trying to make. That the situation makes no sense, right? Yeah. Or or they go over the top on the technology type of thing and how. It does something weird there or whatever. It just, yeah, it just doesn't. I'll, I'll, I may watch another episode or two just to see if they like tone that down and find a decent direction. Because I really, medium. I really like Joel McHale. I think he 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 delivers lines really well, especially in these sort of like you know bewildered by the people he's around type of things or <laughs> these different situations or things that he doesn't, uh, uh, you know, or sort of like the snide comments or things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like I said, uh, there's room for a generational comedy. The problem is with this one, there's still room for generational comedy. (laughs) Uh, They haven't really found one yet. They, everything's just like, so on the nose that you're just like, really? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, in watching TV, you have to take things with a grain of salt, but there's a lot in this one that, like you were talking about, it's hard to believe that he really doesn't know about the things he, you know, they say he doesn't know. Or so, is so clueless. I mean, I could see a thing where what he puts up on a profile is not what you know they would think would be the way to attract somebody on a profile and that they would want to help him fix his profile but then their whole presentation and what they do is so bizarre <laughs> right as to i'm like what dating site is this and how what are they who's going to click on his thing reading that like you know, like it, 
it just made you know it just made no sense there and right now it's kind of wedged in there between the ba- big bang theory and then mom and life in pieces which are two of my f- more fa- you know comedies that i think are really good so uh it'll probably at least continue to get recorded because of uh, potential runover or things starting <laughs> early or something and so we'll see how much of it i actually uh i actually watch or whatever going forward but well yeah and it's it's you know like you said i like joel McHale enough that i want to give it more more of a chance to see if it comes into its own it was the only decent looking cbs comedy or new cbs comedy so i'll I'll be willing to give it a little bit of a chance (laughs) because i already quit on all the other ones yeah but it still oddly enough fits in with the other two it's a guy that apparently has no idea how to deal with kids, you know, <laughs> or younger people. It's the, it just, these people that he's dealing with aren't actually his kids. They're his, you know, people he has to work with as opposed to, you know, can, right. can wait and, and man with a plan, but it still feels like they, they pulled from like the same mold on like every show this year. It's like they distributed, hey, here's a set of scripts. Yeah. <laughs> you write them up, how, change them, alter them a little bit, however you need to fit your characters. And, uh... But, oh, we really like this script, but what we really need, we need that character to be a guy that doesn't understand the younger set. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> or we need this one to be a dad that apparently has never paid attention to his kids at all while he was being a cop. Right. Uh, so, yeah. I will say that the Great Indoors is in the good place, time slot wise. But we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is Life in Pieces. <laughs> I thought you were going to go through a whole like <laughs> list of like puns. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just the that one. man who schedules it needs a plan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, last show on the list, which is Life in Pieces, which I just really like. I really like the format of the show. In that one big family, four short stories uh, type of thing. But I like the short stories thing where they're able to draw on situations and stuff that wouldn't make for an episode. They're able to draw on these little family situations that are funny, but they're only, you know, sometimes good for two minutes. You know, or another segment might be seven minutes or, or whatever. And I really think it, it just works really well to pull out all these these different happenings within this, you know, big family uh, on these, you know, small little small little bits of life uh, and, and, you know, sort of uh, trouble that they get into, uh, which in this episode included uh, one character finding an I voted sticker <laughs> and then going about reaping the benefits of the day, <laughs> even though he hadn't voted yet. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm with you, Kyle. I, I mean, I don't know about California. Uh, I, when I lived in California, I wasn't a voter age, so I didn't really pay attention to uh, how things worked. Uh, but every place else I've ever lived, it always seems like, you know, polling places were at, you know, like fire stations or elementary schools or post offices or church buildings or churches you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that, that uh, it, it does seem really weird that, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they do, they need so many polling places in California that they just set them up in 
people's garages. I seem to remember Modern Family doing that. I seem to remember Modern Family doing that in an episode as well, where they went to someone's garage and and voted there. It just seems odd. Yeah, I don't know. It it seems even more odd these days because... Yeah, with all the voter fraud questions (laughs) and all those other stuff. Not that stuff. With so many places that do vote by mail that you don't even go to a polling place anymore. And so... You know, you fill out a ballot and then stick it in the mail or just go drop it off in a, you know, in a designated drop off place, you know, by eight o'clock Tuesday night or whatever, you know, whenever the technically the polls close, you know, type of thing. And so for me anymore, you know, to see these these polling place type ones, they they always seem to like fall back on like something that's so, you know, even this day and age, it's like super agent with the. The little voting booth where you go in and I don't know it that that type of stuff is is kind of weird. But I did think that the story was funny though. Like he 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 like drives up and is like oh, it's kind of a long. I'll come back and then he goes, in. but yet he's willing to go stand in line for coffee in a much longer line than there was to stand in line to vote when he when he went by the polling place. But had he not stood in that line, he wouldn't uh, his free sticker. But then he, but then he finds the sticker, and then he gets like the free coffee because he voted, and then he starts posting all over the place that he, you know, pictures of himself and, and stuff. And uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I just really enjoy the show. I think each each little bit finds just a little, you know, a little portion of life and what's funny about it. You know, like the whole thing of of the one guy being at work and that's like his place away from his wife and he can kind of do whatever he wants. And then all of a sudden his wife comes in to, and ends up helping him out and then deciding to stay on as, as the receptionist. And, and he's just like, uh, yeah, that is a great idea, you know, type of thing, but uh, it's not really what he wanted to do. Uh, just various things like that, that they, that they pull from. What do, what do you know? What do you think about the show, Kyle? Uh, it, it tends to be a little hit or miss for me. You actually mentioned the two of the the two stories that I actually liked in, in this episode. The other two I I didn't really care for. One thing that that bugs me in general about this show, though, is the stupid coming up on the the, the, the skit is only like two or three minutes to begin with and you already show me like 30 seconds of it before going to an ad which is and they did that twice in this episode they did it for the third one and the fourth one and then they for some reason put a commercial in between in the middle of the fourth one which just made no sense like just air each one separately we don't need a preview of something i'm not watching like yeah. two seconds later but uh but yeah, I mean, some like I said, some of the stories are hit or miss. Like I didn't really care for the whole pot one, although when she forgets how to swallow, that was that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, like that one and the whole like doesn't want to poop. Like I thought she was probably pregnant again when she had the cramp, so I thought that's what it was going to turn out to be. But uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, so the stories are a little hit or miss. I, I did like the the voting one and the the receptionist one, even though we were talking about like tired cliches. That's definitely like a a story you've seen on a million different sitcoms. But it was still entertaining to watch. Yeah. And I, but even I the thing like the, like the not wanting to poop in front of him storyline. In this scenario, the way the show works is that's only going to be like two minute segment. 
Yeah, where another and, show and, would and, drag and that out. <laughs> and that might be part of like a whole B story or something in you know yeah. that they keep going to or or you know, some of these things are just not an idea that could prop up the plot of like a whole episode for like a, a main storyline or something. And so that's that's what I find really interesting is they've well, it, it kind of does feel like modern family in a sense, you know, because it's this big family that ends up, you know, intersecting in different ways and stuff like that. But there's never any big through story. They found a different way to tell these stories. And so that's what makes it different and interesting and not the same as everything else. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, and there's not a lot of fat on it. It's just uh, to bring it back to American housewife. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They just like trim it down. So it's like all like the stuff that you would normally just find like, Oh, we don't really, we can't really fit this in because it's like a little short, little funny thing, but they're, they're able to just make use of those to, uh, to uh, just give a whole bunch of little separate stories. I, I definitely like the format. I just don't like the way that they air it. Like I said, like <laughs> it's just annoying at times. But yeah, and the nice thing is if you don't like one of the stories, it's done in a few minutes. <laughs> I think that's one of the things you told me about way back at the beginning of the series was that you didn't like how they, you know, how the it was little pieces of, I don't know, that, for some reason that stuck with me. Yeah, but I, I think it's the way they do it. It's uh, they've gotten better about it. I think initially, like they did well in the pilot, and then it sort of like lost that format for a while. They've they've gotten a, a better about it. Like so, they will have like little pieces, and like sometimes, like say the first story is about something, and then it'll sort of intersect with like the second story. But you won't like they'll still be separate stories, but it will follow up on something that they've done. Like in this episode, they're all completely separate, but. Uh, they've done that in other episodes where they will take one thing and then the effects of that one will show up in one of the later stories. Uh, okay. Yeah, sometimes they, they do tie them together. But, I mean, that's more of like the, you know, where all the stories come together when, like in the episode last season where he's trying to propose. And then all the other stories keep popping up and causing problems for his proposal. Uh, you know, sometimes they tie together. Sometimes they have something that gets mentioned and then you see that that storyline. They're not always exactly in because, like in this episode, you see a storyline where he mentions something about getting his uh, mother-in-law high, and then you don't see that that storyline doesn't take place until until after. But the way he says it sounds like he already did it, uh, you know. And so they're not exactly linear total, but yet over time they are telling a linear story just in pieces because, you know, like the one, you know, the one couple has now moved into with each other and, uh, you know, he's moved out of the garage and, and, and various other things, you know, so there is continuing story going on. You just, you know, pick it up in little pieces as they, uh, as they go. And, uh, I think that'll do it for, for the primetime segment for the, uh, talking about uh, broadcast comedies but as always we'd be interested in you telling us what comedies you're liking on the broadcast networks these days what what do you think about our opinions on uh, these shows do you agree disagree do you think the good place is the greatest thing <laughs> ever <laughs> or 
or what? You know, let me know. Let us know. Do you think Kevin can't wait when yeah. it shows up on your DVR? Or do you think that Kevin could wait <laughs> for quite a while? Let us know. Uh, feedback at tvtimes3.com or drop a comment in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 347. But be nice because we're very sensitive people. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think about these comedies and any of the other ones that uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this week. And uh, with that, we'll move on to our TV recommendations. Jenny, what is your recommendation? It just happens to be another uh, uh, Another TV? <laughs> yeah, another network comedy. Um, and I know it's certainly not everybody's cup of tea, <laughs> um, but I really enjoy Last Man Standing. I, I love Tim Allen and I love his character in this, uh, but, and spoiler alert, I suppose, even though it's not a, it's not going to be a surprise. Um, it's Mandy and Kyle's wedding. Um, and it's sweet and funny and fans Kyle, of the show. I didn't show. know you were getting married. I didn't even know myself. <laughs> I just found out now. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Um, but, uh, fans of the show won't want to miss it. So. So yeah, Kyle, this is a show I don't. I I'm surprised that you don't watch because uh, you know Tim Allen in this show is just like adult married with children. Kyle, uh, <laughs> what married? With I don't even know what you're talking about. As opposed to the, the kid is many is is young Kyle on the the other show. Oh okay, Tim Allen. I don't I don't even remember the show. I watched like the first season and then I quit. So I don't even remember what. That. From from the little bit I've seen, I would just say that Tim Allen's character on the show would more lean towards the uh, your side of the political spectrum there. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. The same as the, that uh, that that seems to be uh, where he's coming from. So I was just uh, I was trying to tie it back into a previous <laughs> conversation and it, it 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 flopped. It didn't quite quite work. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to tie in my recommendation into all the sitcoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, at least I went on theme. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because Kyle decided to uh, sail into a different uh, genre here with his recommendation, which is... Uh, so my recommendation is Black Sails Season 3, which comes out uh, this week on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, so I hadn't even seen the show at all before, but they offered me the third season for review, so I'm like, sure. So I, the last two weeks, all I've been watching is <laughs> Black Sails Season 1, then Season 2, and then Season 3. So like a uh, super I, binge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, old school on Blu-ray rather than on uh, streaming. I'm sure it's probably on streaming somewhere. But uh, I actually really enjoy it. I think the third season was even, it was the best of the three so far. And it's it's coming to an end next season, I think, in January, maybe. Uh, so, like, I, I just found it a really, a really exciting show. It's action-packed and there's lots of pirate drama going on. If you have a good, like, surround system... The Blu-ray sounds absolutely amazing. Like, I don't know how it was when it aired on Stars, but it sounds like you feel like you're right in the middle of all these battles and you feel like bullets are flying by your head during during these uh, shootouts. So it's a really entertaining show. Um, I'm also actually giving away a copy of the Blu-ray on my site. So there's a uh, in the entry form, there's another one of those special spots where you can enter a, a code word. So we'll go with Ahoy times three uh, or R times three, whatever you want. Some piratey term times, times three. three. We'll get you. An, we'll get you a bonus entry into the uh, into the giveaway. That's right. All right. Well, as always, you can find uh, links to those recommendations as well as where you can enter 
in your for a copy of Black Sales over on Kyle's site. We'll have links to all of those as well as the news stories we talked about and also where you can find uh, Ginny and Kyle online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 347 where, like I said, you can also drop us a note there or at feedback at tvtimes3.com and let us know what you thought about the uh, comedies we talked about. And next week, Clyde and Key from the Pilot Watching Podcast will be joining me and we'll be talking about Black Mirror, This Is Us, Pitch, The Walking Dead, and Westworld. And once again, thank you, Ginny and Kyle, for joining me on episode 347. Yeah, it was good to be here. <laughs>